Hi, you're listening to Ready to Scale, the second season of That Really Happened. This season is focused on APS of real estate, asset, process, and strategy. Each guest on the show will reveal the assets they're investing and why they chose to do so. From multifamily to industrial, self-storage, mobile home parks, and more. Then, they'll uncover the processes, tools, and systems they've used to build multi-million dollar businesses. And finally, they'll uncover new, unique, and exciting strategies to invest in real estate. From co-working to buy and hold, fix and flips, co-living, and much, much more. Now let's get the show started. Hey guys, I'm Ellie Perlman with a special edition of Ready to Scale for you today. Now let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to another special edition. This is Ellie Perlman, your host, broadcasting from sunny California. Still sunny, still great, even though we're in a pretty remarkable you know, time right now. We have, we're still dealing with COVID. I'm recording this. Today is May 19th. And so it's about, I would say the second or third month of COVID. And today I want to talk to you about the three best tactics to reduce operational costs during COVID. And basically I'm going to share with you what we've been doing in our properties. And we own multifamily properties across the U.S., mainly in Texas, Georgia, and Florida. And we invest with other investors. So we're the sponsors and we have other investors that invest with us. And I want to share what we've done to really significantly cut costs. And in some of our assets, we were able to increase the net operating income, the NOI, which is basically income minus expenses by up to 38% during the month of April, which was the hardest month, relatively speaking. And I'm saying it was the hardest month. We personally collect 99% of rents, but it was the hardest month because we didn't have as many tenants requesting to move in. We didn't have as many of people that are basically interested in moving in. And so that's what made it so hard. And we had people that lost their jobs. And so I think the previous special edition was talking about how, you know, what we've done to increase the income. And on this episode, I want to talk about all the proven tactics that we've used to reduce operational costs. So the first thing that I would say is, you know, you can minimize the number of employees or the scope, you know, the hours of your employers that are sitting in your properties. One thing to do, you know, on the one hand is to remember that if you got the PPP, which is the Paycheck Payment Protection Plan, you basically received a loan and you're supposed to use this loan to pay for utilities and payroll so that can help. But on the other hand, if you're going to furlough people or you know let them go or cut their hours, then the loan amount that will be forgivable is going to shrink. And so you got to take that into consideration. But if you didn't get the PPP loan, Basically, what you can do is look at the number of people that are employed that are running your property and basically look into potentially making the whole operation leaner. So usually we own 100 to 400 units and generally speaking, for every 100 units, we have one leasing officer. Sometimes, you know, when the properties are bigger, we have a manager in addition and then on the maintenance side, we usually have a supervisor and an additional maintenance guy. 
and it depends sometimes in smaller properties, 100, maybe up to 150, one guy for maintenance and one leasing officer is enough. But on bigger properties, you have multiple staff members. And so this, you know, COVID really changed the way that we look at the number of employees. You know, we had that rule of thumb that up to 100, you need at least one maintenance and one leasing, you know, employee. And now we're changing that understanding because what we've done, we moved a lot of the operational aspects to be online. Maintenance calls are being done online and tenants can review all the information online. They can have an online tour. They can sign on the leases online. All those remote processes that were not really in place prior to COVID and probably should have been. Now it basically lowers the need to have that so many employees and so many hours spent on payroll. And so that's one thing where you can basically look at and say, do I really need a full-time leasing manager or a leasing officer? Do I really need two maintenance guys? Maybe we can have, we can keep one and reduce the hours for the other one. So payroll is one of the most expensive line items in your expenses bucket and looking into minimizing you know, employees, that could be one way of reducing operational costs. Now, I know it's a very loaded subject because we also have an all-time high record of unemployment in the United States, but this is something when you're looking at your business, it's something you should be taking into consideration. Now, the other tactic is to renegotiate contracts, basically renegotiate everything, and that's what we've done. We hired a company to negotiate all the insurance policies that we had. And right now we're putting a new policy in place that is going to save us a lot of money. We're renegotiating with utility providers and we found credits that we can apply and use moving forward. And all the vendors, you know, the landscaping vendors and all those tasks, maintenance tasks that you outsource, we basically got back to the vendors and said, listen, times are tough. Can we renegotiate? Some said yes and some said no. And then we basically brought another vendor instead, you know, at a lower cost. We worked with a company called SIB, SIB, and there are other companies that can do it or you can do it yourself. But basically, and as a former lawyer, I can tell you, everything is negotiable, especially now everyone understands the need to cut costs and some business owners, you know, they decide to, you know, they understand the situation and they know everyone is tightening their belts and they're willing to offer you a discount. And those who are not, you can basically see as long as you're not bound to a certain time frame in the contract, you can bring another service provider, another vendor, you know, a little bit tricky with utilities, but you can definitely renegotiate and lower your costs. And I can tell you that only doing this saved us minimum 50 to 70,000 dollars a year for one property. So it's really, really interesting to look into everything and come, you know, at it with a, a clear mind and understand that times are different and you have to be creative. You have to fight for every dollar that you spend and make sure that you're getting as much as you can for every dollar. And if you can get the same thing for 70 cents on a dollar, I would urge you to do that. Now, the third tactic is to move outsource tasks to the internal team. So right now we have in our properties, we have the maintenance team and they're not carrying all the maintenance tasks as usual. I'm going to talk about it in a second, 
So some of the things we basically gave it to them, some of the tasks that we usually outsource because we already have the maintenance team on a payroll. So for instance, if we have a landscaping company and the company comes every week, now we can renegotiate the contract and say, okay guys, you can come in every other week and then give the landscaping assignments, the easy ones to the local maintenance team that is not as occupied as it was pre-COVID. And that's one way of cutting costs significantly. And you can think about other tasks that you're basically outsourcing to other companies. What can you bring to your local team? That can be a game changer when it comes to costs. Now, the fourth and last tactic is only to carry the necessary maintenance tasks. Obviously, there's a lot of things that are going on with the property. That's why you have maintenance crew, maintenance team. But when you basically, you know, kind of hit in the pause button and you say, okay, I understand everything's going on and maintenance is necessary, but we're only going to carry the necessary maintenance tasks. So for instance, ACs, if the AC is broken, it has to be repaired. You can't have a tenant live in, you know, in Atlanta, for instance, and right now it is like, not a heat wave, but it's, you know, it's pretty hot in Atlanta. You don't want your tenants not to have AC running. It also means that they're more likely not to renew the lease and you actually want your tenants to renew the lease. And so just sticking to the necessary maintenance that can help you save costs. The additional benefit is that you're also protecting your team, your tenants and your staff because you want your staff, the maintenance team, to enter apartments only when it's necessary. So this is what we've done to actually help us cut the cost significantly. So we talked about minimizing, you know, employees hours and see how you can operate the property perhaps in a leaner way. The second one was renegotiate everything, insurance, utilities, vendors. If you don't have the capacity or the time to do it, you can hire a third-party company to do it for you. And then also, you know, move outsource tasks to your internal team, like landscaping. And the last tactic was only to take care of necessary maintenance tasks. That's what we've done. These were our four areas of focus, and we were able to significantly improve our cash flow in April and during the month of May. And that was really, really significant when you're fighting for every dollar, when you have this amazing and unprecedented situation with COVID, it's really, that's a time to tighten the belt, understanding what you can spend and what you cannot spend. But all in all, you know, this is a good way to approach a property and approach the business plan But just keep in mind that you don't want to cut costs that much. You don't want your property to deteriorate. You want to cut costs enough to stay afloat and not really harm the property's, you know, looks and feels and curb appeal and maintenance in general. There's still some things that are needed to be done and they will be done. So that's all I have for you today. I hope that was helpful. Take care and I'll see you on the next episode.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.